following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. And now, Fee and I look at each other with evil hatred in our eyes. Stop hissing at each other. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast. The show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. And at the end, everybody dies. Which <laughs> Oh, boy. We're starting like that, huh? We start Apparently. in the toilet. Recording live in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. We, we have two. Say hello. You, you, you guys, by the way, this is kind of radio-ish. So when we say hi, you actually fucking make a noise. Hi. Hi. Look at that. Oh, my God. I'm Fee. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. <laughs> and I am Hell. Hell Demon Spawn. Or Boogie. Whatever. He's the Boogeyman. No. Let's He's... go back to 80s. Oh, Let's go back to 80s magic. Okay, so here we are. Show 14. Is it 14 now? Yeah, show 14. Now we're complete veterans. Unless we pretend 13 never happened. <laughs> we can do that. The I poetry like show was fun. We had fun doing the poetry show. <laughs> Most people didn't get it, we, but... We got no feedback on that show. <laughs> no. It was just the we show got, that people were like... silence. They're like, you, you did some poetry there. That's, <laughs> it's very clever. Very... That's very good. It's like that whole nodding kind of like, oh, you did games. Gold star. Can you go back to your regular format? (laughs) That would be really nice. So sad. How you guys doing? Did you guys enjoy the 80s party at Threshold? 80s party. It was was fun dancing. I liked Abyss's outfit which was oh yeah all <laughs> the charts. the chick from fucking flash dance yeah, it was awesome she was all we were trying to throw buckets of water on her and she's like no 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 and of course most of our listeners have no idea what we're talking about there was a movie back in the 80s called flash dance or flash dance flash dance flash dance yes and remember she had the chain and she was in the chair and they dumped water she dumped water on herself and it, yeah abyss wouldn't let us do that no that yeah. would have been so cool. been hot but what was the best about that party <laughs> not the dancing not the reminiscing of old classic songs <laughs> but the best part of the entire party was our good friend Hollywood daddy <laughs> squirming like he had knives shoved in his rectum every song that played got him more and more irritable <laughs> and made him feel more and more homosexual oh, that's so sad. it was to the point where we couldn't even play in the other room because we're in the other room Mark and I were in the other room and I'm like okay, let's start some play and like some cheesier Kaja Gugu song would come on and we start laughing not because it's funny but because we just picture him in the couch in the other room getting more and more irritable. You actually left our scene. It was... Oh, it, it was... was uh, yeah, at one point he he was like willing to suck a strap on off me. Like he was like, this music is making me so gay. I'm ready to awesome. suck dick. It was so awesome. I did that. The party was great. I mean, it was fun. I mean, I dragged Abyss into the jail cell at Threshold um, when Bow Wow Wow came on with I Want Candy. I turned all primal and stuff. It was it got really hot. I, there wasn't a lot of warm-up in that. No, there really wasn't. <laughs> I, I did get the the Hungry Like a Wolf song played as my top was growling in my ear, and I huh? started to think, <laughs> It was like... <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of kept pulling me out. The music kept pulling me out of subspace because it would 
Yeah, it was funny. You wouldn't do that every time, not at every party, but uh, it, it surely was fun to uh, to have that. That's that. Yeah. Just another day on Bad Life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. Ooh, that is freaky. The type of things you see on Bad Life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. That was her. We will now talk about Bad Life stuff. <laughs> Let's go. Bet life stuff. <laughs> For your peace of mind, please know that every group or blog post we talk about specifically granted us permission to do so. Yay. Yay. So fet light stuff. All right. So approaching people in public during non-kinky times. This post was brought to us by the lovely Leaf Whistle. I love that name. Leaf Whistle. Leaf Whistle. She actually had a serious thing at work. So she's at work minding her own work-related business when someone walks up to her window and refers to her by her scene name and then begins talking about how they met at a kink event. Oh. If it wasn't bad enough, she they then asked about a rope class and trying to get information and details for, about it. Like other people are around yes, her at her work? her co-workers are there. There yeah. is other customers and they're just standing there and she's like dumbfounded. Like, I, I don't even, I don't even know what to do here. So what the fuck? She finally has to flat out say, she's at work. They leave <sighs> and to her horror, her co-workers are now staring at her. And luckily one of them asked if she knew them and she was able to respond, not really. And one of them said, creepy. So really, what what the fuck? Fucking douche! Uh, like who does that? I <laughs> that is really excited person. Newbie, not yeah. Total noob has not realized yet that you need to draw that line. That's the end of someone's job. That yes. is that is my That's that is th- her experience because she says on her profile she's in the medical field. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm like. Uh, that would be my my biggest fear. Like literally, just like, are you fucking kidding? That's, that's, yeah, that's, uh, confidentiality. Good topic to cover here on Perverted Podcast. Uh, you know, I get that when you're new, you're excited and it has not yet occurred to you that you need to draw that line and you need to be careful. And sometimes you just stick your fucking foot in it and do something totally douchey like that. But I still, I get that you're new, but why on earth would anyone go up to someone in outside of a, of a BDSM setting and just start... Because they're not thinking about it because they're so excited to see someone that makes what they do feel normal. And they're like, hey, I know you because I saw you at that thing we both do. Hey, that's a connection we have in this real world. And it's exciting. But you have to remember because maybe they hadn't considered it yet. You you are potentially outing someone who doesn't want to be outed in a situation where they don't want to be outed. Don't do that. People lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. People uh, get outed to their families. Uh, sometimes malicious, sometimes innocently like hopefully this was either way it doesn't matter he fucking outed her um families can get ruined uh we've seen experiences where now people are going to lose their kids in custody battles because people know of uh the fact that they're kinky and they're going to bring that to court uh that is still living in the dark ages i mean this is really serious shit we're in an open i mean this is one of those things where we have the benefit of being like in a in a community to where like Kathy and I teach orientation at Threshold three times a month. So we pound in people's head every month. If you see somebody that you know from the dungeon, do not approach them. Do not go and contact them. And Abyss and I were at freaking Costco the other day. 
Perfect example. Cutting right in front of us. The place was packed. Somebody I know, I have spoken with, I have whatever, and she went one way, and I turned my cart the other way and just completely pretended like I didn't even know this person existed. And that is what you have to do. Unless you know for sure that somebody is completely out, you can seriously ruin someone's life. I mean, she also points out she's at her work. She has her name tag with her actual name Mm -hmm. on it. And... It's generally, if you have to refer to someone by their scene name and they're in a position where their actual name is on their chest, maybe that's not where we need to talk about the scene. Yeah, I mean, really, I'm trying to give a lot of uh, a benefit of the doubt to this dude, but I just, I'm finding it Person, hard. I don't know if it was a dude. Yeah, that's true. We're assuming it was It was a dude because dudes do the stupid shit. I know. I get it. Well, since you're the only dude on this podcast. Whatever. My penis All is right. glorious. Mm, my penis adds glory to this conversation. Let's not go that far. No. Do you want to talk to my penis? Well, my penis you. is mm-hmm. de- my penis can be out. Keep your does, penis does, does in your, your pants. D- it, does your penis? My gonna, penis respects confidentiality. Does it? does it? Yes, it will hide in your vaginas. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> nope. I don't know where I'm going with this. Where After a topic like this, you have to lighten it up because that is just so shitty. That is like everyone's fear. Yeah. And if you are not in a community, this is why we have perverted podcasts so we can remind people. Just because you're excited about your kink and want to tell the whole world and be an evangelist for kink, it you do not do that. It also co- brings up another point. Uh, has It's unrelated to confidentiality, but it's something that came up in that blog that uh, a couple of friends of mine and I were complaining about. When someone comes to you and wants to know details about an event, that's posted on FetLife. Like, go get the details yourself. Like, you want to know how much it costs and what time it opens and all that? You know what I have to do to go get that information? is log into FetLife and check. So why don't you just do that? Yeah, no, do my good. work for me. I'm a dude. I have a penis. It'll hide confidentially in your vagina. What? Oh, wow. So basically, the wrap-up is, don't be that guy. Don't be, or I guess girl, girl potentially. Whatever. Or don't be that person. person. Don't be that douche. Okay. Next post we're going to talk about is from one of our affiliates. The group is called Mental BDSM. One I love of, that group. Uh, it's one of my favorites. It's a thread entitled... Are you ready? Do switches really exist? <laughs> no, there are only two people on this podcast. I don't know. I know. Is right, this an existential question? No. Let me just say. Because I don't acknowledge you guys at all. The poster's name is Poet Meister. And he actually says in his post, this is not a post to flame or incite anger, simply a discussion on the concept of switching. So I get it. He says it right up front. He says that he has a hard time wrapping his head around the concept of switching because for him, domination is a very real mindset change that kicks in. In fact, he had a sub once tell him that she saw a difference in his eyes that started, startled her and turned her on at the same time when that <laughs> mindset kicked in. What is so funny? <laughs> Uber dog. The very look in my eyes makes you kneel at my feet. Oh my Is that what that was? Chest hair whipping in the wind. Po- <laughs> Poet Meister, the, the opinions of Boogie do not necessarily <laughs> reflect the opinions of everyone. Hey, dude, if you got a dick, I'm going to fuck with you. That's oh all there my is. God. So actually, he, what he says is, in his own words, it's not like a switch I choose to turn on. I believe the same is true of submission. And I think here is where he's got it wrong and actually where I disagree with him because it is a switch. It's just not an easy switch. And I believe, my opinion is that the higher you are on one end of the spectrum, whether you're way on the side of submission or way on the side of domination, it actually takes you a longer time and 
you have to figure out how to do it, how to flip that switch properly so you don't get hurt. So you don't fry much needed portions of your brain like I have in the past. And I had to learn that the hard way because right in the middle of a scene in the past when I was subbing to someone, which is a really hard thing for me to do because I'm naturally very dominant in my own life, I just switched over into some kind of dominant authoritative mode based on whatever we we're talking about. And I, I literally got dizzy. Hmm. It was really hard for me to do. So it is a switch that you turn on. It's just that that switch is not always as simple as flicking a light switch on and off. I thought what you said was just interesting. I'm, I'm just now picturing the, the graph that you painted. So, so you think that if somebody uh, has strong tendencies towards both, like almost half and half, that it's obviously much easier to make that transition. And there's people that obviously switch mid-scene, which isn't always common. It's uh, most of the switches that I know, and obviously you guys are going to talk more about this, um, but a lot of people are like, I can't switch mid-scene. Yeah. Some I, people can, but... I absolutely can't. What, what about you, Abyss? Uh, for me, it's it's hard. And honestly, I lean more towards topping than bottoming. For me, the bottoming is actually harder to switch. Um, mm, because it's for me, it's a trust thing. And for me, it's a vulnerability thing. So it's a lot easier for me to be in charge than it is for, I also micromanage. Um, but it also, (laughs) that's, that's the thing is like for me to find someone I'm willing to hand those reins over to that's, that's a thing, but it is something I can do. And depending on the person, they can inspire that from me Mm -hmm. much like I've played with people that have inspired submission and different levels of submission and service and uh, just play partners. And recently I did have one where I kind of switched mid, which was interesting. And it's all for me, it's about the person. If that's the energy you're bringing to it. Um, But for the most part, I generally lean towards topping. It's my, it's my safe place actually. I'm, I'm very much like you in that I, I find it easier to switch from, Top to bottom, then from bottom to top, because bottom is is a difficult one for me anyway. And I'm very much like you. I had to find someone I trust a lot before I would let myself go there. And so the protocols, yes, the protocols I have set in place for switching back and forth, we've had to refine over the course of months. So so I would say to Poet Meister, it, it can be done. It's just you have to have a desire to do it. And you will probably, if you were to try it, would it be very much like me. Like it would take a while to do it. And you'd have to find the right way to do it if you even have the desire to do it at all. But in terms of whether or not switches exist, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> don't exist. They, You're they, not here. You're a figment of my mignon. I know. I've, I, I have met many switches in my journey through kink. Um, a lot of them will say that it depends on the the interaction they have with the person that they're playing with. Some people will inspire more toppiness. Some people not. I did have uh, a couple that were friends that were both switches and I watched them once when they were playing and it was like 10 minutes of, do you feel like topping? I don't know. Do you feel like topping? Do you want to top? I don't know. I'm not, I don't know if I'm feeling. And I was like, well, one of you just fucking start hitting the other one now. Just, just fucking start. Somebody, you hit you. I'm like, I'm now the top. And now she's topping from the side. (laughs) Side topping. um, So I think that there are all kinds of interactions with all kinds of relationships. You've got some people who, who, who can do equal sharing of the top and bottoming. Um, I know rope people top and bottom all the time. And there are people who are heavy on the bottom and in like impact and other stuff who will rope top. 
So it's interesting you mentioned that because I think the level of power exchange has a lot to do with it too. When I'm topping on bottoming, I'm staying very much in the center of that spectrum on either end. If I'm actually dominating someone or I'm submitting to someone, I'm much further along that spectrum and it takes, it's, that balance is a lot harder to get. Okay, did we fix? We, we fixed. We, we established that switches actually <laughs> do exist. exist if we exist and we could just be, you know, yeah. a, you know a dish of a brain and a dish of blood in some alien laboratory and this uh, is a simulation. I feel, I feel like you just... <laughs> there are theoretical physics in place that make it very likely that this is a computer simulated oh, program. Over the Matrix? That absolutely. There was a guy in the '70s that stood up and said that before the internet and computers, and everyone laughed at him. And now we have some serious theoretical physicists and thinkers that go, "Yeah, it's totally likely." I mean, geez, we had Pong 40 years ago, and now we have fully interactive, nearly artificial intelligence. So this switches might not exist, and this guy's point would be valid. Calm down, Boogie. I think we should move on. If you're gonna be naughty, you've gotta protect your bits. Learn some medical tips on kinky health with the biz. Stuff and stuff and blabber and blabber. Did we, we don't have it. We don't have I thought it. we had a, an intro. You, your femme taco, dude. Oh, shoot, that's right. Sit, <laughs> Kathy, fail! Fail! Fail down the shitter. This is the part of the show where Abyss is going to talk about kinky health. Thank you, Abyss. Thank you. See? Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> I was waiting for my cue. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Abyss. It's okay. Okay. See, on I've only fucked up once. Boogie fucks up all the time. <laughs> on Whatever. the right side, we don't have that line. <laughs> Do, the nurse, that hurts. Oh, God. Uh, anyway. Get him, Abyss. Thanks. Hey, guys. So today we're going to talk about a very real and very sensitive problem that affects millions of men every day. That is erectile dysfunction. Uh, yeah. We're here, finally, show 14. <laughs> Giving this issue a cute, cuddly euphemism like the narcoleptic woodchuck. <laughs> wow. You come up with these every time. <laughs> that is awesome. I felt no, that did you my... say narcoleptic woodchuck? Because wood. uh, <laughs> it says wood. wood. But I, I, I also felt that that might be a little harsh. No, it's so... perfect. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, God, he's snorting. <laughs> I feel better. Uh, ED is... Uh, the inability to develop and maintain an erection for a, a satisfactory sexual encounter or uh, activity with the uh, absence of the ejectory disorder, like uh, premature ejaculation. So if you can't get one up or keep it up, that's generally going to be ED. But cut yourself some slack because remember, developing an erection is a complex event. It involves uh, psychological, neurological, endocrine, vascular, and atomical areas. So it's not just like a bam, we have an erection. So if it doesn't always come up, it's not, it's, you got to cut yourself some slack. Um, I'm going to open this up and throw some stuff in later because I know someone's chomping at the bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm chomping at the bit to announce to the world. You and have a it, song about it. I do yeah. have a song about it. It doesn't mean that I didn't. There's, there's, this, we're here. Just there's a thing. I have erectile dysfunction. I've had erectile dysfunction um, most of my life. I've suffered with it. It has been the most painful, um, suicidal, <laughs> thought-inducing uh, aspect of my entire existence as a sexual human being because sex is really important to me. And being in a situation where all of a sudden you're there and she's ready to go, and all of a sudden you're like, meh, my dick's like, meh, I don't think so, meh. 
the humiliation that comes along with that, the actual terror and just so many experiences like that in my life that um, obviously that is uh, something that I've made peace with. I make jokes about it. I talked about it, but it actually really was a very long, fucked up, lonely process, which is why I decided to make uh, to make a song and talk about it openly because there's millions of people out there. Actually, there's 18 million men just in the U.S., over the age of 20 that are affected by erectile dysfunction. Wow. So, and it's 5% of men above the age of 40 have complete erectile dysfunction, dysfunction. Like it, it does not work. And that number increases by 15% uh, for men over the age of 70 and mild to moderate because mo- a lot of people I have, I have run into a lot of lovers who occasionally can't get it up, get it up, say the word. I mean, it's, it's one of those things I've had multiple. I don't take it personally. It's, but it's like that sometimes it doesn't happen. And it, honestly, for every decade a man's life, the percentage goes up. Right. Like for a 50-year-old, 50% of them have mild to moderate ED. Issues. 60% of 60-year-olds, 70% of 70-year-olds. I mean, this is a this is a thing. So That's when popsicle sticks <laughs> and duct tape come into play. <laughs> when that shit goes limp, I'm fucking Give me and, the popsicle sticks. And the thing is, it's and it can be different causes. I mean, there are so many, um, like anything to do with cardiovascular disease. If you have hypertension, if you have high, uh, diabetes, depression, you know, lifestyle choices, alcohol, obesity, um, trauma. Like if you have trauma oh, to the area, you'll you'll have a you can have issues along with neurologicals. Like say you've had a stroke or. Just, just plain aging. I mean, these are all issues. Much like the women have the delicate ecosystem, a dude's dick isn't always on demand. And we can't fake it. The thing, I mean, I have so many fucking things that I wanted to to share about this because I really don't want dudes out there to be alone in this. Because what happens a lot of times is uh, you start making exclusive excuses, your sex life shuts down. The person you're partnered with thinks that you're rejecting them sexually or you're not that she doesn't turn you on. So you're making excuses. Some guys go completely douche and start blaming it on the other woman. Well, if you did this, blah, 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 blah. You've seen experiences where women now like, oh, yeah, he's like, tell all my friends that I'm actually a really great fuck when you're hiding the fact that you're not fucking because you haven't communicated about it. You haven't found solutions. There are so many ways for this to fucking destroy relationships. That it is, it is a shitty fucking thing that can be dealt with, but you have to be willing to just own it. You have to be willing. Every lover that I meet, uh, before we usually have sex, I say, hey, sometimes I have problems with my dick. I take Cialis. I take medications. When it works, it's fucking great. Cialis is fucking wonderful. I wish I had a fucking sponsorship. <laughs> a sponsorship to Cialis. <laughs> Cialis, Viagra, or Levitra, when it works, it works great. But when it doesn't, even with the Cialis, there's, you know, just like you said, stress is an instant boner killer for me. If I have stress in my life or I'm uncomfortable or insecure or whatever, it goes straight to my head because you you have to have stimu- you have to have psychological stimulation in order to perform. And it's a problem that's unique to guys because no matter what, and I've had women over the years of, oh, it's the same thing for us. Fuck you bitches, it is not. Because your pussy will not slam shut. You can fake sex. You can lube up your cunt and get laid. It may not be great, it may not be wonderful, but you can always perform. Without a hard dick, you can't perform. So it is a different, 
I mean, I'm not taking away women's insecurities about their breasts or, or body images or the things that we all deal with, but it is a problem that's unique to men. And so the open communication, I know I'm totally fucking rambling right now. You guys should just jump in at any time. Um, But the reality is, is your first line of defense is open communication with your lovers and saying, this is something I go through. It's not about you. Let's work through it. And then you start learning how to use other things. And that's also something that can affect anyone at any age. And it's not just the older guys or whatever. I mean... It's something I would say that if it's a younger guy and say you're a smoker or whatever, you may want to go get it checked out if it happens more frequently because it can be an underlying condition for heart disease or blood pressure issues or anything like that. It's it is something that does happen that you shouldn't be stereotyped. But if especially if you're a younger guy, you may want to get that just a general checked out. You also need to have, like Boogie said, open lines of communication with your lovers as well as your medical professionals, because these are all things that if there is an underlying condition, um, besides besides, you know, certain medications like, hey, say you do have a heart condition and uh, you're taking, you know, um, medications for your blood pressure, the medications themselves can actually cause ED. Yep. Sure. <laughs> Along with psychological, antidepressants, um, antiarrhythmics. These are all things that, like, we have so many things that could just go horribly wrong. <laughs> no, I, I know this It's going to sound ridiculous, but it now just occurred to me when I heard you list off the, some of the reasons is that almost all of them that you mentioned have to do with circulation and blood flow. Absolutely. Yes. And yet it's a, it's a physical thing you have absolutely no control over until you see a doctor and hopefully then you can. And yet... Even though we have no control over it, a, a man's very sense of self-worth will be based on something that you have no control over. Well, here I don't want to get too deep into the you don't have control over it. If you're a fat piece of shit, get on a fucking treadmill and don't be a fat piece of shit because that makes your dick limp. If you're a drunk, stop drinking because alcohol affects your erection. If you're a smoker, if you are doing things that kill your circulation, there are certain foods that you eat that will hinder your uh, your clean circulation. There are a number of things that you can do. If it's like the 100% physical heart disease, something like that, you know, you're going to have some success with the taking care of your health and eating and stuff like that. Most erectile dysfunction is based on psychological and not taking care of health that you do have a choice. Is that true? Most? I think absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Well, the guys that, you know, I mean, it's definitely ones that will admit it. (laughs) Well, the other thing is it's, it's, if it is like an actual like health issue, being wrapped up about it, even if you do get help with it, isn't going to, you know, if, if you have the concern every time you take your pants off and you want to be intimate, that you're going to have a limp dink, dick. You're going to have, gonna a, have a limp it's, dick. I went through, I remember and I went through a season of like a year and a half. I avoided almost every sexual situation because I just knew I got caught up. Like I had my finger smashing a door once while I was bringing a new date up and it fucked with my head and I couldn't get it up. And then that led to this other one where there's this porn star. And obviously she fucks lots of guys with hard dicks that can fuck her all day and that, and then it just went and I was gone psychologically. I just stayed in my room and played video games for like two years well i'm glad you came out of that um so basically some of the other options you know therapy is always a good thing you know uh being open communication there are a number of medications that can help um 
you know, having there's the uh, vacuum construction devices that also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, yeah you can yeah. give me stinky face all you want. I am listing the options, Captain. <laughs> Captain. <laughs> I mean, there's it's also, fun to jack off. You attach it to the vacuum, you know. <laughs> that's you're all. Hey, I got a hard on. <laughs> also sucked one. out my sphincter. Oh my god! Wow. Go on, you, Abyss. What? Anyway, so last time I checked, this is kinky health with Abyss. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. So um, basically, you can have the vacuum construction devices, and there's even surgical implants. Uh, so this is a serious topic. I mean, it, it, the Nike pump for the dick. Basically. I can't wait (laughs) when it goes back. Cause now I do okay with Seattle. I mean, there's time Cialis works and I literally fuck like a 20 year old for three days straight. It's fucking amazing. But, um, but when it goes all the way, like if I don't die first from some heart disease, I don't know about, um, dude, I'm waiting for the pump. Because they just put, I mean, they put bladders inside of both sides of your dick, and then you just like in your nut sack, it's like the little pump, and you're all, and then you're all, hey. (laughs) Like, no, you don't even have to worry about psychology because now it's complete. And they have shots too. I tried those once, and that was just, uh, that it worked the first time, and then it never worked again. You actually put a shot in your dick, and it's the medication they give babies for heart murmurs. And it, the one of those side effects is a, three and a half hour erection chemical erection so there's no matter what you think about or do you could play video games whatever your dick's hard um but usually you know the partner that you're fucking doesn't want to fuck for four hours straight but damn it she should take eat some veggies and get on it oh my god what let's go it's time to wrap this one up now (laughs) we cure erectile i just want to fuck now because i dealt with my shit i fuck now i fuck a lot now I'm so happy for you. I do. You do. Yeah. (laughs) You do. I'm I'm really, really, really good. Huh, Mark? Mm -hmm. Huh? No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, just I'm sorry. I'm good. It's it's important to me. No, and this is actually an important topic, and I'm really happy that we were able to breach it, and you were willing to be open about it. Fucking, I love it. One girl, one. Okay, I'll say this is the last one, because you got to have a sense of humor. Like I told some 19 year old girl that I started, hadn't even slept with her. We just started like the making out and she was like this punker chick who really liked to talk shit. And I'm like telling her and I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with it. And she's like, oh, I want you to fuck me with your flaccid cock. That got <laughs> just, you hard, didn't it? Wow. We just started laughing. It was a great diss. <laughs> it was, I like a good diss. I, I did end up fucking the shit out of her. Oh. Uh, anyway, that's fine. He is always thinking, always writing. Sometimes irritated. She has giant boobs and her sex life is complicated. It's Fion Fee. Welcome to the 14th edition of Fion Fee. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right, first topic negotiating from the bottom. So. No. Yes, that's. Abyss put her stinky top like, face what? on. Bottoms don't negotiate. Yes, sometimes we do. <laughs> All right, so you know when you go to a restaurant, and they bring out the fresh baked, like still warm bread in the basket. It's like an indication that's going to be like really good food later on when you order. That's kind of like what it's like when you're when your top negotiates really well when you're first playing with someone and they do a great negotiation. It feels like this is going to be an awesome scene because they know what they're doing. They have experience. They're asking the right questions. This is going to be great. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes they just bring out <laughs> the fucking peanuts and the <laughs> shells are all over the floor. Um, I, I had I had an experience I don't know, sometime in the past, sometime between last weekend and a year ago, uh, that I <laughs> someone came up to, someone approached me for play and I, you know, he was good looking, kind of 
dug it. I was like, all right, yeah. So he he just grabs me by the wrist and takes me over to the cross and like leans me up against it. And I go, oh, wait, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, strange man. <laughs> <laughs> There's this thing we do first called negotiation. So sometimes you do have to lead negotiation from the bottom. And there are some, it took me a while to get comfortable with this because I have gone through situations before where I was, I was more new to the whole idea of negotiation had been out of practice for a while and I let things happen to me that I later regretted. So um, for a while, I just set the rule that I would not play with anybody that wasn't a friend of mine. And now that I'm more comfortable with leading a negotiation from the bottom, I'm opening myself up to new experiences with new play partners that I've just met because because it's fun. Because <laughs> you're a whore. It's fun. And this is what we're all about. Being whores. Yes. Yeah. Four so, of us here. So some of the tips that I've come up with on helping me with negotiating from the bottom is remembering that I hold the highest responsibility for my safety. It is not my top's job to be responsible. It's great that they consider it and have it in mind, but it's ultimately up to me to be responsible for my own safety. If I'm not trusting someone, if I'm not feeling comfortable with someone, don't play with someone. Very easy. I have every right to ask them questions like, how long have you been doing this? What is your experience with this? And you know, if they tell me that they're brand new, maybe I don't let them tie me up or maybe I don't let them bring out a knife or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Good coffee. Good looking out for yourself there. Um, this is an example from, from last weekend after, you know, he put me up on the, the cross thing and I was like, no, no, we have to talk about things because he had asked me if I'd be interested in a spanking. And I said, yes, a spanking sounds fabulous. Let's do that because you can't really fuck up a spanking too badly. I mean, you can, well, but you can. Not, not too. I mean, it's not. It's that, one of the safer. It's a safer thing to do. So we start the spanking because sometimes negotiations not over when you start the scene. We start the spanking and then he goes, oh, hold on a second. And he brings out his toy bag. What? And I'm like, no, no, no. We didn't discuss toys. So he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm going to hit you with some toys. I was like, you need to show me what's in your bag because I get to okay every toy you plan to hit me with. So he's like, oh, all right. So he starts to show me and, I, and then, I mean, I'm like. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, there were some, some things that I was like, yep, that's fine. That's fine. That is not okay. It is absolutely okay to tell someone you can't hit me with that. And it's okay to do it even when it's okay for someone else to hit you with that. I don't know you. You can't hit me with that. And if at any point, because this has happened to me before, I say, I don't like whips. I don't like them. I will actually leave the room at threshold when people are cracking whips because the sound of it agitates me in a bad way. I had someone who wanted to do a whip on me and I said, I don't like whips. And then they started pestering me and pestering me and pestering. It is absolutely, listen to me, bottoms, walk away. If someone is trying to convince you to do something you have very clearly stated you are not okay with, walk the fuck away. I'm just saying that. Was that me? No. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know because I am a dick. No. Oh, I'm the one that hits you in the head with the you belt. Hit me in the head with oh, the okay, belt. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you did actually pull a pull a knife without asking before knives were on my clear list, but then I was totally cool with it, so it's fine. <laughs> Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you know. Sometimes you get lucky, but we had we had that established that trust, so it was okay. Um, the other top, the other uh, tip that I can give to bottoms is have that list of your limits and requirements. Either write it down, keep it with you, or have it memorized. Uh, because when you're playing with someone new, there are things that you don't think they might not think to ask. Um, I was negotiating with somebody recently, and we were going through all the things. I was like, I'm okay with this and that and da da da. And we're pausing for a second. All of a sudden, I just went, Oh, don't hit my feet. 
you know, not everybody thinks about that. But if, if you tell someone you're okay with impact, they might assume that you're okay with hitting your feet. But I had a bad experience with hitting feet. I really don't like my heat, my feet hit. So just have your ideas in mind of what is definitely not okay and, and communicate them with your partner. What about a torch on your feet? No. <laughs> we tried it though. You, yeah, we tried. We, we That's tried. another one you pulled out on me without asking. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> God, way to go, Boogie. I have just become the dick of the show. <laughs> That's not the, the limp time. dick of the show. <laughs> just flopping to the side without negotiating. Just a couple more a, a couple more tips for, for bottoms who are who are trying to negotiate with maybe newer tops or someone they haven't played with before. If you can, because I can, I can control whether or not I go into subspace. And if I'm playing with someone new, I tend to keep myself out of subspace so that I can monitor what they're doing. Because once I go floaty, I'm not really paying attention anymore. And I might be willing to allow things to happen that when I wake up later, I'm going to regret. So if you can control it for the first time you play with someone, it's okay to not be that uber responsive, like that super bottom who's like, all gone Swoony. and float you can you can you can just be uh your normal human awake self and still have a good time yeah and um and it's okay to also correct your top when they're doing something that is not good some of them don't like it why'd you look at me <laughs> hey i'm a limp dick i don't give a fuck some of them don't like it but if you're if if something is being done to you that you're not enjoying the whole point of this is to enjoy it I mean, unless it's not, but unless it's a, unless it's, <laughs> unless it's a service bottom. I yeah. mean, this is. I just don't mean to interject. Fee gets yes. to be fee. Yes. But there are a lot of people out there that play, and they may not like play. They may not yes. be masochists, but they do what they do to be in service to Absolutely. the top. That's what they get off. As on. long as you're getting off on something, as long as as long as the end of the scene happens and and you're still feeling good, awesome. But if something's happening that you know is going that you're going to regret later, it's okay to tell them. It's okay to communicate with your top and say it's not okay. Um, and if they don't like it, they can go fuck themselves with their limp dicks. Ooh. Oh, man. I will <laughs> flap that flaccid thing on your forehead. Anything else you guys would like to add on this? Actually, I think it was good. Um, I've had plenty of uh, bottoms, one of which I'm looking at right now. Sam. He, uh, he, when we first played, we went over negotiations. Um and then he later on, because we were planning on playing again, he gave me his list of um, wants, needs, hard list, mm-hmm. you know, soft limits. It was very nice because then I can <laughs> I can reference back mm-hmm. and be like, oh, OK, um, I will say some of the spontan like especially if you're a new player, uh, you want to be able to set your limits mm-hmm. and you want to make sure everyone respects your limits. If you are playing with someone as a, if, if it's a consistent play partner and you've already had your initial, I also give a little more leeway because, because uh, part of, part of the top thing for me is also pushing some of those limits and seeing where it progresses to. If you looked at me as a t- bottom two years ago and my hard limits versus what it is now, there are very few, I can honestly say that I can't even really think Things of any anymore. So yeah, like example, the knife play. I it was on my hard limit list, and then and then someone I trusted pulled a knife on me, and now it's something I enjoy. Someone I trusted pulled a knife. Someone I trusted no longer. Uh, I real I I would add the spontaneity thing, um, because I've grabbed a lot of girls in the dungeon and just said, "Are we going to do this or what?" Pull their hair, whatever. Crack a joke. Pull their hair. Off we go into a room. No negotiation. Whatever. Um, 
people have the right to say no, and I respect the no, or I respect the the red, which most of the time they'll just say no. Do you do that with someone you've never talked to before? Absolutely. I've dragged people fucking off by their hair. We've spoke three words, and I'm just all, are you here to do this? And they're all, yeah, and we fucking go. (laughs) Totally fucking hot. I've had those situations where there's been minimal um, negotiation. Um, Why are you raising your hand? We did talk by the fireplace. It was minimal. You told me a couple things you liked. You he's, did. He's I remember. At, notice he's pointing I at abyss. He's talking to abyss. Yes. Guys. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. You hear the smirk on her face. And then there's a lot of play scenes. Like if you see someone's like scared and new, I pull out the whole toy bag and we and we do that. But there is definitely. I don't want to give the impression that you can't just try things and hope that someone will say no. I mean, obviously, we don't want to do something non-consensual with someone. But also, I don't want to make it so rigid. That uh, you can't just grab someone by the hair and drag them off like a fucking caveman because some people come for that. Sure. I, I, I often come for that or come very, from that. Also, very aggressive. You just keep hitting the table <laughs> <I know>. today. <laughs> hitting the table. All right, next. This is, this is a, a discussion I'd like to talk about called just because I'm kinky doesn't mean I'm easy. Not that there's anything wrong with being easy. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, it's been happening a little too often lately. Um, um, open a lot about a lot of things on my social profiles, um, including on FetLife and on dating sites. And that includes being open about being kinky on my dating profiles. It says I'm kinky. I just throw it out there. If it's going to scare someone away, I don't want them to even bother approaching me. Here's some examples of some messages that I've received <laughs> all in the last week. Oh, this is going to be good. Let's meet up for drinks and then maybe we can masturbate in front of each other. Oh, Subtle. I'd like to take you out for dinner and then fuck your lights out. These are initial messages. How would that even work? I mean, the <laughs> penis is only at three. That light switch is like four feet. And then there was this other guy that I was talking to from uh, from Tinder for a while. And he kept asking me about my plans for the weekend. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, I have a date tonight. And he'd be like, oh, are you going to get spanked? And I was like, no, I'm going to go out to dinner. And then the next day, oh, what are you up to? I'm heading out to go hang out with friends. Oh, are you going to get tied up? I was like, no, we're just going to hang out. And another, you know, and it's like, what are you doing now? I'm like, are you going to do this? And I was like, I think you're a little obsessed with this whole kinky thing. I do normal things. I go to brunches and I have dinners and I hang out with friends and I used to go to movies. I just haven't done it lately. But I do, just because I'm kinky doesn't mean I'm, a, I'm not a normal person. And if you are intending to date me, uh, don't. Which he's not. <laughs> d- don't, don't. And well, here's the thing. If you're intending to date me, uh, don't expect that I'm just going to get down on my knees the second you walk in the door. Um, if you're intending to just play with me, d- d- don't intend to date me <laughs> because I'm, I, because that's a different thing. But I still probably won't get down on my knees. <laughs> no, Until I the mean, second attempt. I don't know. But oh. <laughs> I see Being, the inner battle with you. There's, there's, a there's, problem. A, there's a battle. I want to be a whore, I but wanna. I want to have morals. I do better when I have morals. I have experience when I don't have morals. I, I love to be, uh, there's air quotes here, I love to be a whore when I like the person already. And I still need to feel like they respect me. There's also, um, I'm going to throw this out there. I am a big fan, like, of my, my, you know, I'm a, I'm a whore in the sheets, but mm-hmm. I am a lady on the goddamn street, mm-hmm. which is funny as I cut saying that. Um, it, it's one of those things where it's like, just because I'm kinky in my personal life, and also my kink does not run all that sexual 90% of the time. So just because I'm going to beat your ass doesn't mean I'm going to fuck you. Exactly. 
just because I'm going to let you beat my ass doesn't mean I'm going to fuck. Well, it really just doesn't mean that at all. <laughs> it means it hasn't meant that you have in a landing while. strip lights on your ass and you hold the flashlights. <laughs> Who are you talking about? You want to get fucked. Yeah, but it still has to be with someone that intends to fuck me more than once. And those are harder to find. Yeah. I think I it's so picky. It, that's a good thing. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Any anything anything Kelly? No, got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like I'm a whore. Whatever. Yeah, I'm a whore. No, and like I said, I not that they're, no, and the and it's. I'm saying don't make assumptions just because someone says that they're kinky. Don't assume things about them because they're kinky. It's they're still a person. Is is all I'm saying. Also, and, I, and I'm also gonna call bullshit on Kathy. Yeah. No, I. I you I, you take a long time to develop feelings, look into that person, and all that. You may play with someone, but when it comes to your sexual life. Oh yeah, I mean, I per- I goof off and say I'm a whore, and I and I kind of am, but that doesn't mean I don't want respect. To me, respect and politeness they go a long way. Mm-hmm. If I have that, if you're showing me that in your life, you know, I'll be a total whore for you. And but don't treat me like crap. I, right. Nobody wants to be treated that way. I mean, in scene, you can go ahead and treat me like crap <laughs> when it's negotiated. <laughs> Unless you're into humiliation play and then you yeah. want to be treated like that all the yeah. time. I just have to play devil's advocate that there are people out there that just, they are whores. Yeah. And nope. yeah, the, we, we can talk about ethical sluts and, you know, nope. things like that. But there are people that just want to go into a room and have 50 people Absolutely. fuck them. Absolutely. I used to I, be And one. bless those people because I, people need people. I used oh to be God. one from the, from the ages of, let's call it 18 till about 21. I was fucking a lot. And, and, and the just one time was, a, was totally fine with me. Uh, but even then, I wouldn't want anyone to just make assumptions. Just find, learn about someone. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Hmm. That's fee on fee. Perverted mailbox. <laughs> so we were talking earlier in the show about, you know, outing people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh. We sort of helped in the outing of somebody, you guys. Oh, no. We did. It was on it. it we, we just did do the it. show. We just put out the magic <laughs> and they listen gratefully. So, we love our perverted podcast listeners. I was I was scrolling <laughs> through my FetLife feed and I saw a status update that said, just binging on perverted podcast. Fee's birthday was way better than mine. Fuck that orgasmic bitch. True. <laughs> I also really want a rabbit fur vampire glove now. Hmm. Who doesn't? Right? So I, you know, I did an lol or whatever and then a few minutes later posted this person posted kink world problems when your 75 year old mom walks in when you're listening to perverted podcasts at top volume while you're in the shower i can't run fast enough naked across the apartment before she catches on (laughs) and asks, what the fuck are you listening to i pled for a don't ask policy she says i read 50 shades oh holy fuck nuts (laughs) really glad i have a bottle of whiskey in the cupboard oh (laughs) we helped out someone And an inappropriate time to their (laughs) 75-year-old mother. I am going to point out, though, guys, we also say we are not safe for work. We are not safe. I mean, if you you are going to play it at top volume with people who have sensitivities, maybe, maybe we leave that for the headphones. In the shower, you're going to fuck up your headphones. You know why it's our fault is because we are so awesome. Oh, you forget. That they can't even put, they can't even turn us off for the 20 minutes it takes to take a shower. And why should they? And why should they? Because we are fun for the shower. We are fun in the shower. There's actually a a Shave your legs? That takes a woman a while, right? You know, what what are you doing while you're shaving your leg? Listen to PP. 
That's short for perverted podcast. <laughs> there's a there is a fetish on on Fat Life. Somebody started by listening to perverted podcasts in the shower. What? We have a fetish. Somebody we have did. a fetish. We're a fetish now. We're Fuck we're you. We own like the it. world. We own the world just because we're a fetish. So did, did, we, did we ever find out if the mom all of a sudden went, "Yeah, you slap your dad's balls with a fucking oh. empty bottle of wine"? No, this this is all still. This all just happened last night, and this, oh. this is still like that. They even asked this me is, not to use their name because this is they yeah. were actually a little freaked out by all of it. So, so don't blame them. That's sad. Oh well. I like the fact that she's like, "I read Fifty Shades of Grey. I know this shenanigans that you're listening to. That is awesome." That I is amazing. I, I hope this person's mom enjoyed hearing me come. Just, just pitch. Oh, yeah, that was kind of, oh, oh, I just remembered that's, oh, that's yeah. That's right. There was a lot of fee coming in that episode. Yeah, that's a good episode. I just picture the running, just the, the trying to grab a towel. It's, it's, and with the mom standing and, there like, you're not going to win. And the, like, it was even like when in the email exchange that we had afterwards and they were like saying, oh, yeah, and, you know, it's kind of funny the way I was like skidding across the floor. Like naked, trying to get to the thing to turn it off. Oh, man. Sorry we outed you, but thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks. for listening to our show. <laughs> Let's dedicate this show to her. Oh. To her. The anonymous woman naked skidding across the floor. That's it. So so what? Now we're... Wait. Wheel of kink? We got wheel of kink. We have people victims. Look, he's... People victims. Sam's, Sam's been sitting here now for like an hour, like twiddling his thumbs you know mark's got it down she reads her book she does her studies sam's been sitting on the edge of his chair waiting for kathy to do whatever he spins on the wheel of kink god damn it sam you're a whore oh we have the thing can you hear now yes i'm standing here by the wheel of kink now then apparently we talked beforehand which i think is lame but i got outvoted on this that kathy has to ask permission of sam oh sam do I have your permission to do things to you? Yes, you do. See, it works. <laughs> Look. Sam, spin the fucking wheel. Jesus Christ. Spin the wheel, Sam. It's like three seconds of my life. You know, stop bitching. <laughs> That's a slow spin. It's going, it's right. going. Oh, oh, oh. What's oh, 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 it going? Canes, 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 canes. Nope. Shit. Uh, oh. Slapper. <laughs> <laughs> Look, instantly, pants hit the ground. <laughs> I kind of block his ass using fee. Oh, look! Wait, scoot him oh, forward so he gets under the microphone. Okay, maybe not. Okay, no. There's yeah, fine. There you go. I, I was wrong. I shouldn't have said that. Fee, scoot your chair just like. Scoot your chair there. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you. Like how Mark's like. So it's a what is that? A leather slapper? Yeah. Do we have a count on this? No, well, not she's warming him up. I'm warming him up here. Yeah. This actually, it was a it was a lovely gift I received. It was a it's it's a loop of leather. Attached to a paint handle, Ooh. like a paint. Uh, so it's like brush. a paint, yeah, paintbrush slapper. Yeah. These that's, sounds, by the way, are still just warm up thankings. That's, that's, that's fine because okay. we talked about warm up and. Yeah. And we're ready. Yeah. Oh, you ready, Sam? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Say yes, Mistress Kathy, sex goddess, love goddess. No, don't. They don't have to negotiate. Come on, don't make them say some him. stuff. No, shut up, buddy. It sounds cool. It, it, are you Tommy with this? Sounds cool. The, you guys missed that. Was the I first did not slap. miss that. Ooh. Can I be next? <laughs> and a- How you doing, Sam? I'm okay. Two more, all right? Two? Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two. Sorry. Last one, you... Don't apologize. Away. Be the dom. Shut up. Fucking hell, don't Don't tell me how to top somebody. Oh, I'm sorry. Did that hurt? 
Oh, that sounded so good. See, because if you piss her off, she hits them harder. You think I don't know what I'm doing? Boogie, shut the shut fuck up. up. Thank you, Sam. You can get up now. <laughs> he was such a good boy. Yay! Does Fee want a smack? Can I have a smack? Go, go, go! Move, move, move! Really? Really? Are you gonna... Can I use the same slapper? Yeah. Okay. Just turn it over on the other side. Look, Fee just gets up, yanks her dress up like a fucking $2 whore. Do you want a warm-up? <laughs> just says, I'll suck a dick. Get me. That was like underwear. <laughs> She's all... <laughs> yes! Bring the noise out of them. Would you stay in position, please? Yes, okay. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you not make noise during that dance? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good girl. Yay! Nice. Oh, thank you, Fee. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Fee. Thank you. Oh, that feels good. Kathy. Mistress Kathy. Oh, God, don't call me that. Of it's goddess. Creepy. Hey, you know what? There is only one way to celebrate this oh. moment. Oh, yeah. Only one way. Oh. <laughs> I like how Mark's all like, yeah. It's time to bust it out. You know what time it is. It's time for... Oh, wait. <laughs> it's time for... It's time. Wait, wait, oh wait, wait hang on, shut up. Annoyingly <laughs> bad rap. Who's going first? I am. I always go first. Go for it, Fee. Fee, you gonna do it? This is annoyingly bad rap. You gonna and what's the- this is where our listeners come. I said it. Okay, go. Danger winking. <laughs> Annoyingly bad. Danger winking rap. was a was in the in the group post. Somebody suggested it. We had to look it up on Urban Dictionary. It is when you masturbate in a dangerous situation, like you can get caught. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or someone gives you a hand job. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. All right. You ready? Ready. Bring it. Early morning rub down, no one here but the cats to witness. It's just Fee taking care of business. What's the thrill in that? Where's the kink, I think? Time to look into some danger wink. Under the table finger blast at the all staff meeting. At my nephew's bar mitzvah while the rabbi's reading. (laughs) Shoving a dildo in my ass while my mom is changing. Danger is my middle name. When I'm clitty spanking. Annoyingly bad rap. Clit spanking. (laughs) Abyss, you want to do it? Because mine's going to be the worst. Okay. I should go before. Kathy's is the best. No, it's not. Kathy's has like the epilogue. (laughs) Consistently been the best. She made me cut stuff out. (laughs) It's like 11. Don't let Kathy write. Okay. Let's get Abyss in here. All right. I've got that itch I just need to scratch, but right next door sits my dad. I'm racking my brain trying to figure out how to pull it off without getting caught, even though that's what makes it hot. Oh! Oh. (laughs) You guys are nasty. Oh, next to my dad. Annoyingly bad (laughs) rap. Oh, your dad. Oh, you're creepy. (laughs) You're a naughty girl. Oh, wait. I said that's me, huh? All right, this is going to suck. 
Danger wankers, prospect of getting caught by mom, boss, or cop to them seems hot. The greater risk, the better the boner. Yanking in class under your jacket like a freaking sperm donor. Sneak in the girl's bathroom, jack off in the stall. Pissed off chick stabs a pencil in your freshly drained balls. Cops drag you away now in jail. Naughty pervert, danger wanker, smiles and says, fuck it, it was worth it. Oh my god. <laughs> Annoyingly bad rap. I think the jingle's more annoying than the rap. Yeah. Oh, Kathy, right, this right. is it. Okay, I want everyone to settle oh, in. Because no. this is straight out of Compton. It is Fucking not. straight out of Kathy. Oh, you're making me nervous. <laughs> Just do it. Grab your nipple. That's what <laughs> Yeah. He whispers in my ear, do it now, grab a hold. So I quickly look around and think I'm feeling kind of bold. Our plates are cleared away, I'm gonna go for broke. I watch his eyes close as he's feeling every stroke. I'm thinking to myself, man, this guy's a real pervert. When I'm startled by a smiling, would you like to have dessert? Oh! <laughs> Wait. Verse two. Riding in the car, we come up to a light. He says, let's try again. And I think, well, all right. I reach into his pants, feel the hard length of him, and he sighs really slow as I start at the rim. Suddenly, there's lights and a megaphone blares. Take your hands from his dick and put your arms in the air. <laughs> Wait, there's more. Oh, horrible. Verse three. By now my nerves are shot. I can't take more of this. And he says, well, I can't either, babe. I need to blow my jizz. So we're finally at the movies, having found a seat and back. His bulge totally hidden by the popcorn on his lap. I reach inside and think, finally, come on, let's go. When the kid in front looked back and yells, look out, it's going to blow. <laughs> you are epic. <laughs> oh, my God. I think he needs to cut an album. <laughs> Dr. Dre will produce it, man. We'll get Dre in here. He will produce it. That is our show. Thank you for listening. Be sure to tell your friends, your family, your enemies, your human sex dolls, and your fictitious switches about us. If you're interested in supporting our magic, please go to patreon.com slash pervertedpodcast and share your love with us. What are you pointing at? Turn off the microphone. Oh. Fuck, just say, turn off the microphone. Thanks to all of our guests and hosts, to Fee, Abyss, Boogie, to me, and our lovely perverted audience, Sam, Sam and Mark. What? What? Go. Hi. Hi. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. Yeah. That was great. And finally, please consider becoming a monthly supporter of Fet Life so we have something to actually talk about each week after you give us money, of course, because we need it. We don't have our Amazon wish list up yet, by the way. We got to get that going because people want to give us things. Until next week, please, please, please write your own raps. <laughs> please help us. We got to bring our listeners into this. Oh, fuck it. Just, we're out of here. That really was a long rap, Kathy. It was amazing. I cut out stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Annoyingly bad rap.